cliffcentral.com. Welcome to It's Sipping Tea Tuesday on this Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Oh, oh. Happy Valentine's okay. Day to you. Oh, all right. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Happy, I don't know. I'm trying. I'm not a romantic. Look, you are trying. Um, you're not, you're, you're not a romantic. Mm-mm. You, you strike me as somebody who would be a romantic though. You know, really? somebody who goes out of their way to do something special for your husband. Mm, is that romance? Um, I just want to make him feel good. Oh, is that what it is? I thought romance is like, it's pretty. You're pretty about it because I'm not pretty about it. Well, what does, what does being pretty about it mean? Like, I mean, like what, what, it's what, what, fancy chocolates and flowers and poetry. Oh, okay. So, lingeri oh, yes, of course. That kind of thing. Yeah. 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 For me, no, it's, you, it's rather I will take his car and go get it washed without him knowing and then bring it back. And then he finds it in the garage washed or, I will pack him a lunchbox before he goes to rehearsal or whatever. And I think that's, I think that, that qualifies. Is that romance? A, that is romantic. Oh, I thought that's just being nice to your lover. Well, I mean, unless you are packing a lunch for him every day or getting, or you're the one who takes his car in for the car no, wash I every don't. time. I'm not the no, I think, I think that that's, that's, that's oh. romance. Um, it, it is an interesting point that you make, though, because, you know, Valentine's Day, but not only Valentine's Day, but birthdays as well. Mm. Um, when people are buying gifts for their loved ones, their, their partner, their spouse, mm. their extra, <laughs> it, it is interesting sometimes to see uh, how people decide to choose gifts. Because um, a lot of the time when you're buying a gift for someone, you're really buying that gift from the perspective of what you think you yes. will like or enjoy. Yes. And it has very little to do with your partner. I've bought my man, um, <laughs> I've bought him headphones knowing I'm going to borrow them. I was like, oh my gosh, I love them so much. I know I'm going to borrow them. Yeah. And then inevitably you inherit them. Exactly. <laughs> so like, exactly. You didn't actually buy them. For no, you, you, you had yourself, yourself, you had yourself in mind. You buy him those nice pants, those nice, like, uh, fitted pants, fitted jeans. Yeah. Cause you love how they look on him. You're not buying them for his enjoyment. It's for your enjoyment to enjoy seeing him in just to see them holding his bum. Like you keep making him turn around. When, when I have been buying gifts for, um, a special someone, I, I, I'm always so terrified about buying presents for, for people that I'm with because yeah. there's this, you know, there's this anxiety that I work into myself where I don't want to disappoint. <laughs> So, you know, a few months leading up to the time, especially if it's his birthday, mm. I'll be trying to, you know, extract information mm. from him in terms of, oh, what are you liking at the moment? Mm. What would really make you happy, mm. you know, in terms of like a nice gadget or a toy that mm. you would like? And then I just kind of, you know, make a short list from there and, and go from, from that, from that basis. <sighs> yeah, I, I can't even take that chance, you know, um, or maybe it's because I've been with my man for too long. I don't long. like surprising people. I need yeah. to know what you like, yeah. what you would appreciate, and uh, then I'm going to shop for you based on that. Do you know that I literally make him put give me a list, but yeah. this isn't for Valentine's. <laughs> this is usually for birthday, for Christmas birthday. Of things that you I, would I like. I go, give me a list of 10 things. Yeah. Then from 10, there's no way he's going to guess which one I'm going to get him. Yeah, it's I'm still like, a surprise. give me a list of 10, and then inevitably, because he's a dude, you're lucky if you get four or five. Mm, <laughs> mm, mm, you know mm, what I mean? Mm. Then he gives you that list, which is half of what you asked for, and then I get him I get him that or I get him something even better 
Because sometimes you can tell when someone goes, ah, no, you can get me that panya panya watch. Then you're like, oh, what you really want yeah. is actually the gold panya panya watch. Yeah. The one that everybody's wearing. But you're just trying to be humble about it. The one that's also going to break the one. bank. The one that's going to, oh, yeah. and yeah, then yeah, you yeah. do that. Yeah. But yeah, it's going to be fun, man. You know what I don't like about Valentine's Day, though, is that it can also make you leave you feeling like a loser. I For a long time, I didn't like Valentine's Day because I have this unfortunate thing of never having a guy when I was in high school school especially mm. not having a boyfriend at valentine's day like it was an unfortunate thing for me honestly i'd have a man after never before or during were you were you in a co-ed school mm. yeah you see because i in in high school not primary school because you know primary school they make you do those silly things where they they make sure everyone, everyone is going to gets. get a card yes. because they force you to make yes. like a secret admirer secret. card yes. so then everybody feels like oh we are special yeah uh but in high school, I was in an all-girls school. Oh. And then, like, on Valentine's Day, then they would either invite the, the, the guys from Grey College to come over for the mm. day during assembly. Mm. And then they would do, you know, funny things like um, they would play games. So they'd get all the people who are couples to then get onto the stage and then they'd play those, you know, those guessing games where mm. one couple is competing against like four other couples. Yeah. And then they do like a rose handing out ceremony or some. Aww. Yeah, but it was, it was also, it was, was it just, awkward? it was very awkward. So you were all getting roses from dudes for no reason? No, not all of us. Oh. Because, because <laughs> what they would do. Not all of no, us. Not, no, because I was also not getting roses. Oh, wow. Um, what they would do is they would get the guys to, you know, s- s- write notes and send roses to the girls that they want to. Ah. And then on the day when the guys are there, they would then call you up on stage. Ah, to me, Marake. And then you go up on stage and collect your rose. It was, uh, I don't know. So that, uh, that's not cool. Ah. Why don't you send yourself a card then? Because I've... Or send I, yourself a rose. I don't know. I, I guess I've never really needed to feel like, you know, somebody must send me something. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And the inconvenience, man. No. Like the the flowers, man. I've I've never really the flowers, man. They're a waste of your time. They're a problem. Number one, they, how long can I keep this thing alive? Yeah. Now you feel like a loser because you can't keep the thing alive. Yeah. And I kill everything. Hey? Mm. I don't have a green finger. And then you don't even have a vase. Like honestly, mm. how many of us honestly have vases? I like seriously. I don't have one of those. Maybe these guys should actually give us flowers in vases. Because then now I must go and find a two liter that I can empty and put <laughs> You know what I mean? Not unless they've shopped for one of from one of those fancy but even the fancy florists, can they deliver a a, a, a bouquet a bouquet for you um in a vase or it costs extra but they can. Yeah, they could. But um, but but you're right. The thing always dies within a few days, and then it's a mess when it does die because then it dries up and it makes a mess all over the table. Yeah, and also sometimes there's that time where they're still pretty, but they're dead. But they're still pretty, so you're not sure. Should I throw them away because somebody's gonna walk in and judge me that? But they're dead. Or should I leave them there because I still think they're pretty, and I want them to sit there another day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just feel like flowers, man, and then chocolates. 
chocolates are a problem. Then you know I'm on a diet, but you want to <laughs> buy me chocolates. And then I'm going to be offended because I'm like, oh, okay, so you're not going to be supportive, you know? <laughs> and then you're going to think to yourself, you know what? Maybe I'll just have like one piece of chocolate a day. And you know that's never the case. It's never the as case. As soon as you open that box, it's game over. If, especially if it's one of those mm. two tray mm. boxes, you know, mm. where there's a top tray mm. and the bottom tray. Mm. Give me a break. That's mm. not going to last you half an hour. Mm. You're going to destroy those immediately. Very much. Yeah. That's why I'm always like, if you're going to be romantic, you know, do something that matches her. Don't, don't do the, the blanket thing. Like, for example, I have three children. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Let's say there's another girl out there who's got her kids and she works. It's, it's honestly not going to be romantic for you to get her chocolates and flowers and then leave her like that to the children who are going to grab, who are going to ask her for the chocolate yeah. and destroy it. Yes. And then the flowers, which they're either going to break apart or, you know, they're yeah. going to inevitably die or the kids are going to knock them over and spill water all over the house. What would you do? I would. Take the kids for her, run her a bath mm. with, with like foam bath, whatever, bath foam situation. <laughs> let her go in there. Yeah. Let her take as long a bath as she freaking wants. Maybe give her a massage. Then after give her the a bath. massage. And, and, and if you can't cook, please don't even try and cook for her. <laughs> Cause then, then you know she's going to stress and want to come yeah, clean the kitchen. Yeah. Order takeaway. Don't need, not even fancy food. Just order a nice takeaway and then write her a sweet note with that. You see, that's why I liked your, you know, your thing of you saying, oh, well, maybe, you know, with your husband, you'll take the car and have mm. it washed for him. I mean, that, that genuinely saves people, you know, at least like a good hour of, yeah. of, of having this chore to do. Yeah. Oh, shame, baby. Why guess she took the car in mm. for me. That's, that's really dope. Like do you now, know what I did for my boo? No. What I did for my boo is I put a calendar entry. In his, I sent him a calendar invite mm. And the calendar invite literally states Romantic dinner and a movie Done Then we know A. There will be no kids to kill our vibe <laughs> Because I'm making sure we're not eating at home Yeah. And B. Um, you know, we, we, we don't really get to spend a lot of time together and we love movies. My man's a cinephile. So taking him to a movie for me is fantastic. Or someone will be like, ah, but you're watching a movie. You're not talking. I'm like, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, 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 what, that's his thing. That's what that's he likes. Thing. Yeah. And dinner for me will be the time that we do get to talk, catch up. Um, it'll be where I get to do me and eat my favorite stuff. So obviously the restaurant will be whatever I love because <laughs> our, 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 our tastes are not that different, mm. but at least I'm going, he, I know he'll let me pick the, the restaurant because he's going to pick the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you're done because people like to overcomplicate and compare themselves to other people. I mean, no, there are people. You shouldn't. I can't wait for Instagram. You're going to be seeing chicks showing their houses full of petals. <laughs> I wonder who's going to do a cleanup after that. Yeah, cha, cha, cha. You know, people are going to yeah, be. Yeah, that yeah. That is so true. Petals leading to the Dude. bedroom or into the bathroom with 400 million candles. Dude. People are going to be taken to fancy places and then there'll be guys putting themselves under pressure. Oh, Mina, my woman, Mina, my woman. No, no. Do something to your woman. That's going to mean so much to her, man. And you know what? If she's not going to appreciate it because Naya, she's too busy comparing herself to those yeah, other Instagram, Kavalenja. other Instagram girlfriends, mm. just rid yourself of her. Proper. <laughs>
proper. Anyway, so yeah, enjoy, enjoy. Um, yeah, look, um, you haven't been around for a while, you know? I haven't. I've been away. You've been away for a while. I've been away. We've, Sorry. We've missed you. I've missed you. And, um, you know, you need to, you need to account for yourself because I feel like, <laughs> no, I feel like, um, you know, I feel like the spouse that gets left be- all by herself at home for weeks on end. And then you come back and I, and I must be like, where have you been? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lava. Where have you been? So, Lava, what's happening is, um, I'm filming, I'm filming Red Cake. Okay. Um, for SABC2. What is Red Cake? Red Cake is this variety show, man. It's like we're doing a game show basically with Alan Comedy. Okay. And instead of just getting everyday people, we're getting uh, local celebrities um, in to play these games. What kind of games? So it's like we, well, you know Red Cake, you know Red Cake, that cake you buy, Ekas. You know Red Cake? Hey. Hey, hey. So the show is like that where you get this thing that's a mixture of everything from everywhere. Because you know Red Cake is like off cuts from other cakes <laughs> mixed in with... It's an adventure. Pretty much. So what we've done is we've taken games that you would have seen on Ellen, on Jimmy Fallon's show, games that you would have played as a kid, uh-huh. or that sort of thing. Uh-huh. And we basically get these uh, guests in. We do We do little interviews with them. Uh, we're not like in depth. Let us get into the soul of who you are. Mm. It's literally, let's have some fun with you. Let's get to see the fun side of you. Yeah. And then after the fun side of you, let's play some games. Is, is the point of all of this to get said celebrity to embarrass themselves as much as is humanly possible? No. Because actually- I'm all for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's actually more to to just have a good time. I mean, I think the country has enough serious in it. So the point of this show is literally to just have fun. Okay. And then at the end of every show, we give them red cake to have, and we have the most delicious freaking red cake on that show. Yeah. Like, and I'm there's no smashing so of cake in in in, 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 in well, anyone's face. There's a, there, there is a game they've developed that has to do with smashing cake <laughs> in the face, but you know how it is. Then the sound guy's like, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> you are going to put cake and cream all over my my microphones. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, not going it's to not happen. In the budget, this yeah. Happen. <laughs> okay. So we're also trying to find practical games. So that's what I've been doing. I've been filming, and then. Um, Actually, that's the only reason I've been away because then it's hard. It's hard to, to get away and come Look, here. it's a tough uh, schedule, um, I can imagine. Yes. And then I left you. I left you. I went to nail spray. Um, did you see I got a new car? I got new wheels. Yes. You are now so an, um, you are an ambassador. I'm an ambassador. You are ambassadizing. You are ambassadizing. Like now, now I must behave myself. So now you I'm selling people's things. So now you can't be caught. Driving this car that you are ambassadizing for and like pulling zap signs or screaming, <laughs> screaming at the guy who just cut you off in case someone is ready with their phone camera on some bonang Oh, please. I will do it and I will still put a disclaimer. I'll be like, beep you, your mother peeping, peeping. This is not endorsed by Jaguar Menden. <laughs> <laughs> the views expressed by me are not endorsed. <laughs> Congratulations. That's Thank nice. You. Thank you. Yeah, it's awesome. Cause you know, I've, I, funny enough, I remember going online a couple of years back saying, I'm really looking for a sexy mommy car. I want, I want a mommy car, but I want a mommy car that makes me feel like I should be wearing slacks and a, and a, and a, and a, those tops, you know, they, they, then they wear the floral top. That that's sad, like so that you don't see the stains of the children. I don't want to feel like I'm that mom. Okay. I don't want to look like that. Yeah, because that that, that doesn't ring yeah. sexy to yeah. me. Yeah. No. 
but I'm still a soccer mom, you know, so I still needed something practical. And then, so these guys were like, hey, we want to hook you up. I'm like, oh my gosh. So now my question, my question is, yeah. um, let's say Ford, Ford came to you, Ford Kruger. <laughs> And they said, you know, um, Timmy, we've really been through a, a rather difficult patch um, recently. And, uh, you know, we are looking to pull ourselves out of this hole that we currently find ourselves in. And uh, we are going around asking different uh, people of prominence uh, whether they can be ambassadors for, for our brand. And your response would have been... <laughs> Don't follow me. I'm married. <laughs> Pana, this 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 endorsement, um, um, this the sponsorship. Uh, what is it? Ambassadorship mm. is um for a while. So I'd be like, yeah, but which is nice because you know, essentially, you're gonna get to, um, like they you um you are cutting down on the wear and tear that would have been exposed to your personal car right yes because now you're not having to drive your car everywhere mm, mm, i'm actually selling one of them because i was also like look at how much i'm saving myself per month because you know i'm renovating the I'm home extending my house nice. so i was like the timing couldn't have been better because inevitably everything's already costing me more than was agreed on in the beginning yeah you know yeah so do, i was do, like do, do you save me so much money do you do and you don't pay for petrol ne? Mm. You don't pay for I petrol. pay for my own petrol. I oh, wish. Oh. Woo! Maybe that's the next sponsorship. Woo, if I can should. get now a petrol station. That should be included <laughs> in any ambassadorship Let me deal find. <laughs> that involves a car. You should be. Yeah. I must partner with a, with a petrol station. Exactly. And they must fill me up. Exactly. <laughs> oh, the difference. That is so brilliant. The difference that that could make to all yeah. of our lives. But you know, it really got me thinking because, you know. Um, so-called stars and celebrities and, you know, people who look like they should be living the life. We are still not in bloody Hollywood, eh? And I don't want to live my life and pretend that I'm living in a Hollywood. And maybe there are celebrities in this country who are coining it like that. Mm. But I feel like if you know that a lot of what you have right now while your flavor of the moment is stuff that doesn't really belong to you, where you've got contracts, you know, where they're like, yeah, we're going to give you this stuff for X amount of years. I feel like then you have to be smart with your money. Because I was saying to my husband, do you realize that for as long as I have this ambassadorship and I'm driving cars I don't have to pay for, by simply selling just one of my cars, mm. I'm saving myself 10 grand a month. That's before you even put in the insurance I'm paying on the car. <laughs> so I'm already saving myself a huge bundle. I'm not going to go, Woo, let me be balling. Let's everybody see me with three cars. Because I'm like, why? Why must you see me with three cars? Mm, mm, you know? Mm. This thing, it's it's always stuck with me when Will Smith said it, man. I don't know if anybody, I know it's been said a lot, but when I heard it, it was when Will Smith said it, when he was like, why should I spend money I don't have to impress people I don't like, yeah. buying things I don't need? Exactly. You know what I mean? And that goes for all of us, you yeah. know, that goes, that goes beyond um, the, you know, the whole celebrity status yeah. thing, because, you know, we're not all... But um, but for some reason, you know, we're still putting ourselves under pressure to try and keep up with the Joneses. I don't know why. This is where, you know, people literally create fake lives yeah, on yeah, Instagram yeah. because they want to give off this perception yeah. of, well, this is how my world yeah, works. Meanwhile, back at home, you know very well, Hori, you don't know where, when your next meal is coming from. I like money from. too much and I like nice holidays too much. I'm like, that money I'm saving, 
means I'll spend even more holidays with my kids in nice places, you know? Because that's our big thing in the family. Oh, it's holiday. Ah, uh, holidays. Family mama. holidays, ne? Family holidays. Oh, yeah, no. You see, we're also, we're also gonna go big this year. So, ish. So my grandmother as the remaining matriarch of the family. Mm. How old is she now? She's 80. She's 80 something. So, you know, she's, she's, she's gotten on. Mm. And, um, Last Christmas, uh, because usually what we do for Christmas is every year we kind of change the venue for where Christmas is going to yeah, be. Yeah. It's five different families, right? Because nice. my mother has four siblings. And so this year, either we'll, we'll do it in Kwaako, so everybody goes to Kwaako for mm-hmm. Christmas. The following year, then we do it at my aunt's place, so we all go to the East Rand, da, 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 so we move it around. But then last Christmas, my grandmother decided, oh, no, 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 no. Me, I want to go away. I want to go on holiday with my whole family. So now we're busy sitting there, like trying to plan this big family trip over the Christmas period. Because that is so awesome. It's very exciting, you know, and it's, it's a bunch of us because, you know, it's, it's obviously my grandmother and then it's all her children and then it's us. And then it's all the little kids, you know, like all the cousins who now have little five-year-olds and six-year-olds. So running. overseas or general? No, I think we're going to keep it. No, we're going to keep it local because if we have to go overseas, I mean, that that's like, that's five families with three, three, six, nine, twelve, fifty. That'll be like over, that's well over 20, 25 of us. Mm. So I can't, I can't see us pulling off an international trip. <laughs> With those kinds of numbers. You guys should do a large, hey? Yeah, we probably... I know it'll be tempting to do like a, a resort. Yeah. I really think a large, like your Karikas, which is what's, in the Eastern Cape. What's, what's the difference between a large and a resort? The um, Isn't it the same kind no, of... No. I'm talking the difference between a Sun City and a... So um, Sun City is the safari. resort. Lodge mm. is more Kruger's style. Mm. In my head, anyway. So why not... I mean Safari Lodge situation. Why, why, just out of interest, why a lodge? Number one, you are black. You're, your family is black. <laughs> you're going to be loud. Yeah. It's a given. You're going to be loud. Yes. Okay, true. So you want to be somewhere where you can be loud and free. And what I like about these nature reserves is that usually a lot of the accommodation is so, it's spread out, you know? Yeah. And it will be nice if you can actually book out an entire place. For ourselves. For yourself. Where we won't have people coming over asking yes, us to keep it down. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, you get to go out and do stuff on excursions and learn stuff as a family and appreciate stuff together, you know? There's nothing like experiencing things for the first time with a family. Yeah, you, okay. Look, that that's a good point well made. You know, for shame for my grandmother, so she uses a walking stick, so she's not very mobile oh. at this stage. But it's fine because, you know, we just need to, like, get her to a place where it's nice and scenic. Mm. And, you know, she can step outside a little bit and, mm. you know, take in nature mm. or just sit and chill and watch mm. the little kids run around. And then we can do all the hectic, crazy yes. stuff. Yeah, it'll be oh. nice. Oh, it'll be so cool. I'm very excited about I'm that. I'm excited trip. for you. Can I be a plus one? Yes, oh my you can. God. Yes, you can. Um, so that'll be great. But uh, listen, I don't know because I've been sick over the last few days. Hey, mm. this this past weekend for me, in fact, it's, it will be going on a week for me now that I've been sick and I just feel... Have you taken something for it? No, I have. Usually what happens when I start feeling the signs of, you know, either the flu or a cold or whatever is about to attack me. Um, I will immediately stock up on medication and then I'll just start like dragging myself because the point is for me to knock myself out, to get myself drowsy and to just sleep through it. 
I missed a couple of days of, of work last week, but I'm still, you know, like it's taking a while for me to recover. Um, so I missed out on a lot, like Sona last week. I missed out on all of that action. I didn't bother watching it on TV. Yeah. I didn't see the, you know, and I mean, at the end says Twitter, but I was like, yeah, and I'm not really interested. Right now, your problem number one is you should have that person in your black book who you call when you're sick because you would have recovered quicker had you called that person, had sex, made them leave. Because what you need to do is have hectic sex, but like proper sweat, sweat, sweat kind of sex. Okay. Heavy sex where you work your body so that it's burning up and burning up, right? Okay. And then you take your medication. Yeah. And this person must leave. Yeah. Because what be- you do is you stay under those covers, sweat it out and just sleep. Following morning. Okay. All right. Now, funny that you should mention that because I do have that person. In fact, about two weeks ago, that person was sick. He had a cold Mm. and, um, you know, he phoned me and he was feeling all sorry for himself. And he was like, oh, I'm sick. Um, Don't you want to come and see me? And I said, no, because then if I'm in the same vicinity as your germs and I'm going to get sick. But then I decided not to be a complete terrible person about it. I went over and I'd like cooked him something and I went over and I dropped it off. You know, and then he would like started wanting to touch me. And I was like, no, that's not going to happen. And I made a run for it. I made a run for it. And then, and then he actually messaged me and he contacted me and he said, so listen, um, you know, I'm, I'd like to like, can we, you know, can we do our thing? Like, I'm kind of missing you. Let's do this thing. And I was telling him that, no, my guy, I'm the sick one now. And I really don't want you in my space. So you saying that actually the remedy is to sweat it out. Through sexual activity. But to me, aren't you feeling, I mean, I feel terrible when I'm sick. I hate everything. It's, there's snot everywhere. I'm coughing every five minutes. Like now I must like mount you, you and get on shy. top of it's you. It's not about and kissing I'm, and what do I do? You must, you must <laughs> fornicate, fornicate. Like I'm animals, you, like yeah. animals. Even my husband knows. If I'm like, yo, baby, I have a headache. For him, it doesn't mean I don't want sex. It means I need sex. I need a cure. <laughs> well, yes, no, because an orgasm is, it does wonders for a lot of ailments. Mm, but Bona, back to Sona. I did watch a little bit of the Sona. <laughs> and um I don't know. Well, besides Mbukis and his extremely impressive command of the English language. Mm. And, and other um, impressive things oh about himself. Gosh. He's married now. Are they married? I know that he was, um, he's been, I mean, he is in a relationship with the, the, the Mabachu, that actress. Mm. I don't, I don't know what her surname is now. Mm. It escapes me. Mm. Did they get married? Sure. I don't know. Well, look, he's, He's just, he's full package then. Mm. He's done. He's just. Yeah, he's complete. Nah. Yeah. Mm. He's biology. Anyway. <laughs> um, I, I, I switched off a little bit. I, uh, how can I put it? Our president was uninspiring, to be honest. Which is nothing new. Um, I don't know. I this year I didn't give too much of a rat's ass. Yeah, I I think I wasn't sure what traumatized me more the 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 violence that broke out or the way people addressed. I don't know. I also I yeah because the fashion usually I mean the fashion uh, usually will will be a very entertaining entertaining part of Sona especially on Twitter when the memes start coming out. I remember there was there was a woman dressed in this dress, but it looked like you know those bathroom scrunchies that you buy and you use to to scrub yourself with. 
So they had the picture of her in that dress and then they had the picture of the scrunchie next to her because her dress looked exactly like that. But it's what the difference. <laughs> so things like that are entertaining, I yeah. like. Um but you know, with regards to the whole leadership thing, what what else can we say? There is no leadership currently. Um it's uh it's very disappointing uh seeing how it seems that every session seems to deteriorate instead of us trying to get back to the point where things start to improve. Yeah, look, the thing is, I think there's a time and a place for everything. When, when, when they were saying the president must, must just leave now, he mustn't talk because he's a, you know, he's a um, <laughs> constitutional delinquent. <laughs> so a favorite term, it's my buzz term this week. Um, I just felt like, because I turned to my husband and I was like, dude, if he's leaving, who's going to who's going to give the state of the nation address? Yes. The guy who wrote the speech. Yeah. Come on. Let him at least deliver his speech. Yeah. Let's have the fight after. You know? So that was the only thing where I was like, I don't know if you know I don't know. So um, so are you saying that they should rather let him speak first and then the action should come in after his speech? Like the, the, the being manhandled by the white shirts. No, or say some shit beforehand. The dropping of the no, expletives. Say some shit beforehand and then be like, yeah, we've said our piece. Now you can continue. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. But to go, hi, Baba, don't even, don't even start. Mm. Fuck off. Mm. I'm like, no, but if he leaves, who's going to tell us? We need to know what the state, what's, what the state, what state actually, are we I mean, in? The, the whole point of them having gathered there yes, is for us to, to, know what state to hear in. this address that, yeah. that the president of the republic must give. But, but, but you see, the thing is, um, because I think a lot of, a lot of South Africans also, they tune in for exactly that commotion in the beginning. Yeah. And then as soon as the president does start to give his address, most, most of us tune out. We stop listening. We change the channel. Because we're like, oh, well, the circus is over. So, and now I don't need to listen to this man because what, like, what new thing is he going to say? But you know what else? I can't help but feel like conspiracy theories are going to really crop up about the EFF being a construct of the ANC and being used as smoke screens every time the ANC is trying to hide something or distract us from something. Because mm-hmm. I always feel like every time we're teetering on something important, there's a huge disruption that comes from the EFF. We get, and I they, always they feel like us. it actually works more in the president's favor, in the party's favor, than against them. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I, I tend to feel like... I don't see how it works in look, the... Do you think it works I, in the... I, I don't know. I just, I, I don't trust it. So you think or there's something sinister happening there? Because then the big conversation after the State of the Nation address doesn't become what the president had to say. It becomes everything that happened before. You know, it becomes... Man, everybody is distracted. We, Don't we, you think? We are easily distracted, though. Um, I mean, the whole... The whole, the whole, you know, when they blew the lid on the whole paid Twitter thing mm. and it surfaced, you know, there are certain people who get paid to d- deliberately disseminate, you know, specific information on social media to, to keep us distracted uh. and to, you know, create the whole fake mm. news thing. Mm. So I agree with you a hundred percent on, um, you know, the risk of us being distracted and we are very easily distracted. Because mm. it's taken, I still, Struggle to trust this EFF Malema thing, which I I, I don't know if I'm the only one. You know? I don't I don't trust any of them. You know I don't if, trust if, it. What mm. I don't trust about it is, I look at the indoctrination he comes from. 
I look at the age at which he joined this party. I mean, he wasn't even that 10 years level, old, was exactly. he? He was still a baby. Yeah, that level of, of um, brainwashing. I still find it very hard to believe that a man would easily just walk. But don't you think the the heartbreak that must have come from being cast out the way that he was by the president... Don't you think that he built so much resentment and so much hatred for that man? I mean, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of political commentators, whatever, political analysts, people who are in the know with these things. Mm. You know, they will say that for all intents and purposes, uh, Jacob Zuma was like a father figure for Julius Malem, who was raised by his grandmother. And don't you think that when he was cast out the way that he was thrown out of the ANC Youth League at the time, that he would have built up so much resentment and so much hatred for this man that it was enough for him to, you know, to break that brainwashing that you talk about. And for Julius Malema to now have this new focus where he's like, you, I'm going to bring you down and I'm going to make that my sole purpose. I'm paranoid. I don't claim to understand politics and I will never claim to understand it. Um, I don't know. I just, I just, I still believe in this country. I still think we shouldn't give up on it. And I still think people shouldn't allow shit like that to become a reason for us to then um, turn on each other again. Because, you know, when I was following what everyone was saying on, on Twitter, and you could tell those conversations that were starting again to go back to the old government was better. Um, you know, those dangerous comments where you're like, but now you're starting the kind of shit you don't want to get into right now. <sighs> you know what I mean? Like now, now you're going where you don't need to be going. Um, you know, and also, where people then also start to become scared to say when shit is shit because then they're going, Hey, but I don't know who's looking at my timeline. I don't want to lose work mm. and I don't want to now people are scared to be honest you know, you know they, they, they're they scared that black twitter will jump on them I'm afraid of black twitter me I don't I don't mess with black twitter I never say anything out of turn I mean if, if, if there's a if there's a Beyonce song that I don't like I won't even be bold enough to say that because the beehive will come for you man but you've already done a very dangerous thing by claiming <laughs> there's a song that exists of Beyonce's that you don't like you you should be careful with these things you can, you can't there's nothing of Beyonce's that's not nice oh, so you no. can't not like any oh. of her songs okay all right you know what um Sipping tea with myself, Mabali Muloy. And Timmy Meraki. Let's, uh, let's take a little break before, you know, I, I see Timmy, she's looking at me, um, suspect. She's, you know, she's starting to doubt, um, whether or not, um, she still wants to maintain this, this friendship that exists just from that one Beyonce comment that I meant. Hey, let's talk about the Grammys after, after this, because, okay. you know, the Grammys did happen. I don't know if you watched, I don't know if you into the whole award ceremony thing, but, uh, yeah, stay with us right after this. Alright, welcome back to it. Sipping tea with myself, Mabale Moloy. And Tumi Moronki. And, uh, listen, just before the break, we were, we touched a little bit on the Grammys, right? Mm. Because they happened on 
Sunday, Monday, Sunday, Monday. Mm. Um, you know, depending on, on your, your time zone. Hey, your time zone. <laughs> um, of, of course, you know, the big, the big talking point was Beyonce. Yeah. And, and her performance and, you know, the fact that she's now expecting twins. Hey, and, pregnant and all, Baba. She was twice the fun. You know what? I'm wondering how she's still going to pull off being the headline act, Yakoachela. Because here's the thing about Beyonce's performances. Beyonce, when she performs, she performs. She goes all right? out, yeah. Like she's on stage. She's mm. basically doing like a, a one and a half hour workout mm. routine. Mm. Her, and her, <laughs> her, her and her dancers, yeah. the, the woman performs. She goes balls to the wall. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little bit intrigued to see how that's all going to play out. Because she was very, like she didn't do all of that, obviously, on the Grammy stage. Uh. Because she's, she can't. She's uh. pregnant. So, you know, there wasn't the whole you know, energetic choreography mm. that you usually see where mm. she's like doing her mm. thing. But anyway, so Beyonce was obviously a very big talking point. Uh, lots of fighting and arguing among the beehive and then people who absolutely hate Beyonce, mm. which is so entertaining for me to watch. <laughs> I'm just like, guys, you, you, you all know who Beyonce doesn't even know you re-exist. Mm-hmm. Ne? And here you are fighting amongst each other. Like, like, mm. I don't know why. Um, and then, and then there was the, the album of the year award, which mm-hmm. of course, of course, Adele, uh, took for her album 25. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she, she did a whole big thing in her speech where she said that in her opinion, she felt as though Beyonce deserved to win mm-hmm. that award. And she won because of her privilege. Is that what she said yes, herself? Adele said she won because of her privilege. Is that, is that what she actually? Yes. Sure, okay. My privilege is real. It's an international <laughs> phenomenon. <laughs> because I did see, I did see people also getting upset and fighting amongst themselves over the fact that Adele went up and, you know, she accepted this award, mm. but then she kind of basically said that she doesn't de- believe that she deserves it. Mm. And people then also started arguing amongst themselves mm. over that. Mm. But have listened to Adele. This is her after the fact in the, in the press conference. And I was with some girlfriends and we were practicing a song. Um, for an assembly, you know, with our friends. Um, with oh, no. It's buffering. It's buffering. No, so no. I didn't assembly, put on your you know, eye. With our friends, um, with all our family and stuff. And I think obviously it's probably my recommendation that we do a Spice Girls song. And they were like, have you heard No, No, No? And I was like, No, No, No. No, I haven't heard No, No, No. And they played it to me. And literally, I remember it so clearly how I felt hearing her voice, hearing all their voices, but her specifically. And then I got home and, you know, we kind of just started getting the internet. Luckily, my mum's boyfriend at the time was sort of built websites. He managed to find me some photographs of her. And I fell in love immediately with her. Um, and that was when I was 11. And I'm 28 now. And the way that I felt when I first heard No, No, No was exactly the same as how I felt when I heard Lemonade last year. Um, and for an artist to be... The other people that make me feel like that, they're all dead. They're all dead. So I am, I'm living off of music that they made when they were alive. Whereas for her to be making such relevant music for that long of a period and still affect all of us, it's not just me. You know, it's, there's friendships that I have that are completely defined on us being complete Beyonce stands. You know, like I don't take any fucking shit when it comes to anyone not liking Beyonce. You can't be in my life, you know? <laughs> you simply can't. Um, so I felt the need to do it. Also, I feel like it was her time to win. My view is kind of what the fuck does she have to do to win album of the year. That's yeah. also how I feel. Um, I felt like this album was, I, th- I said it earlier, but another side to her that we haven't seen. And I felt blessed to be brought into that situation. Obviously, the visual is very new and you know it's and the grammys are very traditional but i just thought this year um would be the year that they would kind of go with the tide um and i am 
course, very, very grateful having won it. Um, but I felt the need because I love her, because um, I felt like she was more than worthy. Um, and that's pretty much it, really. I don't know. Is that right? Thank Is that okay? So okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so you know I mean... what I always said about Adele from mm. the first time that I... I, I encountered her and her music and the first time I saw her do an interview and I, I said to my husband, dude, I could have a beer with this woman. <laughs> Adele yes. comes across as that star that you will meet and if you're like, let's have a pint, she'd be like, yeah, bring it. You yeah, know? like you, she seems like she's She's relatable, not, yes, not she's un- untouchable yes. as this big celebrity. Yes. She's relatable. Yes. Mm. And her honesty, her honesty, like you, you never get the sense that Adele is going to say what she needs or what she, what needs to be said or what somebody else needs her to say. She'll always say what she needs to say. She, she'll always speak from the heart. And just for me to see something like that is huge. You know, and I, I think a lot of us can agree or disagree with her in terms of, you know, look, a, lo- a lot of people have been judging? agreeing and disagreeing. They've been fighting amongst each other on, yeah, on social cause, media. Cause who's judging the Grammys and what are they? I actually don't know and, what that process involves. Um, I don't know if Grammy winners are voted on by like a, an academy in the mm, same way that the Oscars mm, have an academy that mm, votes on the movies. Mm, I don't know if Grammy women, winners are voted on by their peers, mm, like, like what happens in the SAG Awards mm, where, you know, Actors vote amongst mm. themselves for who they thought mm. was good that year. Mm. I don't know what the process involved there is. Mm. I don't know if album sales are taken into consideration. Maybe. Because, you know, I really, I actually have listened to that album, Mecha Adele, mm. and I've also downloaded Lemonade. And I, I, I am in agreement in, in just in terms of how Beyonce stretched herself and how, for me, I thought album of the year is the album where you like, you can't fault the album from start to finish. You know, mm-hmm. and in that sense, they both are deserving. Um, but if you want to take it to the next level and say someone who's revolutionizing music, because I mean, aren't these awards supposed to celebrate people who are elevating music, who are taking the music industry to the next level? And that's what Beyonce did with Lemonade. Okay. In terms of the interest generated around it, the, the, just the whole from the interest to how we were able to get access to it to the execution in terms of the video, um, See, if you, if you have been a big fan of, of Beyonce throughout mm, the years. Which I haven't. I actually learned to be, I did not like her. Oh, okay. I just wasn't like an avid, I must have this album. I must know what she's doing. I wasn't that kind of fan. But after Lemonade, I found myself retracing my steps and visiting her albums so, and her so, music. So you see, this is the thing. I think that if, if you're, if you're a fan of her, you know, as, as the artist mm. that she is, then you probably come into the conversation obviously with a, with more knowledge than somebody who's not a fan. Yeah. You know, somebody who outrightly says, I hate Beyonce. I don't mm. like her sound. I don't mm. like her music. Mm. So when you talk about these things of, you know, the, like the, the way that she executed uh, the music videos, uh, the way she did this, uh, this, and this, uh, and that, like that is stuff that you, you would have learned as a fan or observed her, like her growth or her change mm, as an artist, mm, mm. you know, versus somebody like me who, I was a bigger fan of Destiny's Child than of and then and then I think honestly I think the last album where I was like "Ah, I'm getting out buying this album yeah Beyonce Mm. unfortunately it was was it the B Day album Mm. that's like yeah that's a while ago that's years ago and since then I haven't really been 
paying attention mm. to what she's doing. Mm. So I've kind of fallen off in the mm. sense of, eh, you know, like I'm not really mm. clued up with what she's about. Yeah, because yeah, I'd also lost interest, you know. I was just like, ah, she's there's another Mariah Carey of our time. But but then <laughs> in, 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 in the same light, I'm not a staunch, hardcore Adele fan. Yeah. You know, I don't stand for Adele, as is the phrase of, mm. of the moment, is you've got to be a stan, apparently. Oh. Like, you've got to be this... This fanatical, out of control, Jeez. obsessed fan. And I, that, this is the thing that I don't necessarily understand is, yeah, guys, but why can't I like some of the stuff that you do? But it's okay if I don't like all of it. Yeah. And it's fine. Yeah. Like, why must it be all or nothing? Mm. Why must it be this thing of praise and worship or, <laughs> or the extreme opposite where, you know, you have those people who say Beyonce is trash. I don't understand her music. Mm. It's rubbish. It's nonsense. Like, why can't it? What happens if some of us are somewhere in the middle? That's perfectly fine. Yeah. I, I like your album this time, but this then time, but the next time, one, maybe so I'll much. be like, mm, I don't yeah. know about this one. Yeah. People must take things in the context that they are. If you take the two albums by themselves, I do believe that Beyonce Beyonce did deserve it. Honestly. Yeah, because you actually listened to I both actually albums. I listened and downloaded the video. Like, I, the, the entire video. What? But Libby Zangs, Kwasirik. It's a catalog. Eh? A video catalog. I got the whole thing. And I was just like, yeah, this thing is fire. But you know what I love about it is that these are women with craft. These are women who work their craft. These are women who, they set a bar when they release. And then they go, yo, I need to, I need to, push the bar up even higher they 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 push up their own bar they they their own competition like i see it in their work that you, you get the sense that they're going i need to top that last thing you know i love that this is happening and this conversation is happening about two genuinely talented women not not um trinkets that come with gimmicks they are genuinely talented mm. you know mm. and they give a shit about what they do like uh, for me, I wish if, if there was a fight like that happening in this country, I'd be excited for the industry. You know what I mean? Because then you know, these are, these are proper stalwarts. You know, these are people who know what the fuck they're doing. Mm. Um, so I'm excited. I mean, I, I, I don't think I'd, I'd, I'd be happy if it was, you know, between, we'd be arguing about which one of them dances better. <laughs> or twerks better Because that's know? not important Because that's not important, right? <laughs> it's about how they sound How they craft their they, they sound How they About their lyrics, man I mean, these are two women Who at some point will make us cry When I, when I, was, when I was watching Lemonade Because I watched it I watched it And then I listened and Yeah, because to it lyrics. wasn't just a case Of because listening was, Like yes, there was a whole Because the message was so clear mm. You know and what what was to the have message? People thinking, yeah? What was the it message? Was, for me, it was a thing. It had a lot to do with identity. For me, a lot of the messaging around this thing was identity, because um, you know she had, she had the um, because you know people were made, like. You know the, the the like the 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 jokes that were being made about Lemonade was oh well you know it's about Jay Z having cheated on Beyonce and I'm like but that's a song that's one song that's mm. not the whole album mm. okay mm. Mm. so I I just loved her imaging her but what it for me that whole album was Beyonce saying I'm just letting y'all know that I know I'm playing in a in a popular culture space but. I'm doing all of this remembering I'm still a black girl playing in a white man's game that I'm still, um, you know, in some senses an anomaly, you know, mm. um, I'm still a wife, a mother and a, a woman, a human being who feels. And who gets judged? Who gets judged? I have like history. all of a sudden yes. now you're a mother, Beyonce. Sure, yes. How can you be wearing this swimming yes. costume on stage? Exactly. You are a mother now. And she's being three dimensional. Mm. I just loved how she's being three dimensional. 
you know, and, and I enjoyed that because a lot of people are going, Oh, it's probably just a publicity stunt making us think he has, she has problems with Jay-Z. And, <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. and I'm like, either way, the fact is you're thinking about it and you're wondering and you're, li- ba- you're focusing on her lyrics. You actually care about what she's saying. I mean, that whole thing where, where she's talking about her, uh, her chili sauce. Her hot sauce that's mm. in her bag. Mm. Or that's her swag. Mm. You know, where she's going, I'm that black. You know, I mean, you be sitting in your boardroom, but I'm still that black girl with my ghetto vibes. Mm. You know mm. what G'day. I mean? G'day. And I just thought, yeah, man. Yeah, celebrate where, who you are at the end of the day. Where I will give Beyonce and Jay-Z credit, mm. huge, massive credit, mm. is the way that they run their marketing machine. Mm. Uh, for, for me, the two of them, you know, pretty much have that game down on mm. lock. Mm. Um, it, it always impresses me how minus that elevator incident, which, you know, it was Solange. It was Solange, right? <laughs> she was the one who was kicking and screaming and lunging yeah. at Jay-Z. Besides that incident, mm. you don't really get to hear shady stuff about mm. Beyonce and Jay-Z. Mm. And you don't, speculation. and you don't, you don't really get to hear things unless they decide, okay, I'm going to let you know. And now is the time for you to know. Mm. I mean, how, how, how many months along is she now in her pregnancy? Mm. And no tabloid Nothing. even managed to get a scoop of that. Not even one. She was the one who announced mm. the news. On Instagram. Although I did read some speculation that the reason she was forced to announce it um, after nobody had any idea anyway was because uh, her daughter apparently had been saying at school that her mommy's pregnant. Oh, But then I was like, that doesn't make sense because did she not know she was going to the Grammys anyway? She (laughs) must have noticed shit. I'm showing sooner than I expected. It's it's been perfectly timed. Yes. Because isn't it with Blue Ivy when she first announced that she was pregnant? It was on the Grammy stage, wasn't it? Mm. Or it was on some stage. Yes, and, and she, she showed, showed the it. Yeah, the timey because really it was quite so. A I mean, time. yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's 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 a whole thing about the Grammys. Yeah. Um, and Kulichana went to the Grammys. Okay, so you see, this I did not know. Kulichana was at the Grammys. But did he go because he booked a plane ticket himself to to go and treat I himself and went there? Or I just, I just did he re- go as some kind I just, of? I just read a thing where they were like Kulichana representing South Africa. I'm like, yeah, way at the Grammys. Oh, that's nice. And then I saw Trevor Noah was there. He got to meet Quincy Jones, and for the first time in my life, yeah, I actually got to say. I am jealousing Trevor Noah right now. Oh, was this the, the first time, first ever, time that ever you are jealous in my life? Him. I went, yeah. oh my God, yeah. I'm actually jealousing you. Because for me, <laughs> Quincy Jones is, yo, Quincy Jones is music. When I learned music, when I learned music beyond what I'm seeing on the TV, learning about people behind music. It was Quincy Jones, you know. How many talented artists have, you know, gone through Quincy Jones's, you know, his, his, Producing hands and, and how many stars has he made? And then he goes and tells Trevor that he loves Trevor's commit. Yeah. And Trevor's saying you're being kind. He says he says, No, I'm too old to bullshit. I'm not being nice <laughs> to don't, you. I don't need to suck up to anybody at this stage in my life. I like your comic. I am so and happy I'm like, for Trevor. Me, I'm Noah, jealous guys. for you yeah. right now. No. Now I'm beyond proud of you because proud of him I always have been. Mm. But yeah, you are jealous for sure. Like, yeah, you know what? Nice. Hey nice. man, Trevor Trevor's doing No, he's doing well. Trevor is doing I mean he's doing one of those things that are very difficult which mm. is you know breaking into that um mm. extremely contentious american mm. um audience and market mm. and um i mean we saw piers morgan tried to to to, to do it when mm. he took over from what's his name larry what's his name david no not david larry king mm. 
when when Piers Morgan supposedly was was meant to take over from Larry King, you know, he wasn't able to maintain that show for long. Yeah. Um, because you know the pretty much the Americans turned on him because yeah. they didn't like some of the things that he had to say. Mm. Um. I, I don't always watch the Daily Show on a regular basis, but I have seen snippets every now and again where you know that Trevor Noah is going after Donald Trump. And you know, yeah. with Americans as a foreigner mm. who decides to come into their country mm. and then wants and to tell them opinion. where they're getting it wrong. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the the most difficult yes. things to do. Yeah, he jumped into a I'm tough so place. proud of no, Trevor he's Noah. Held it down. Yeah, he's held it and down. his book is doing well. Um, I was I was reading about it just the other day. Mm. What's what's his book called again? I saw that it it. it let me just do a young Google search. Yeah, here. Google search. I haven't read it. Trevor um, Noah book. Although, yeah, and it's very Born a Crime. Born a Crime, yeah. Yeah, Born a Crime. Um, I was reading about it the other day in the news about how it's, you know, it's, um, like it's made some other kind of bestseller list. I oh, mean, really? The young man is doing well for himself. Did he write it himself or did he, oh, did he get someone to write it for him? I don't know. I mean, it's from what I can gather about the, what the book is about, it's about his life story, right? Mm-hmm. Which we're all familiar with mm-hmm. as South Africans at this point. So it's, it's about not a ghost him. writer, it's him. I don't know if it's him. I mean, look, they, they, he probably worked with, um, you know, with a ghost writer or with a team of people. Mm. Um, yeah, look, there's just too much information for me here to yeah. read on the cuff. But it says he's the author, so. It says that he's okay. the author. Okay, cool. So well done, man. Yeah, well done to no. him. But and again, it's about that thing of putting your head down and doing what you need to do because he's also on his journey, came under a lot of fire, a lot of criticism, and he just kept going and he did him. And I really hope the biggest thing that when people look at him, they do that, they go, I'm going to keep my head down and I'm going to just push my hustle. And the same thing with Kulichana. Like, I just love how Kuli came in with the Motswako gang and mm. you know Motswako came in with fire mm. and I think along the way a lot of that fire dissipated but Kuli just kept going yeah. and I'm just the fact that he was there for me and the fact that you know I listened to um, How Wing is it How Wing? I can see it um, but there's a, there's a track he's done with um, some African artists and Shit, man. Why is it? It's, it's, oh, no. One Source. It's called One Source. Yeah, it's called One Source. Oh, One Source. There we go. Yeah. Like, I'm saying How Wing because every time they go, How Wing, I'm like, that's my, te- that's my thing. That's your I thing. Say yeah. How Wing. That I is say your thing. You, you said that all the time when you were still an OPW. Yes. yes. How Wing. Yes. So, um, ah, yeah. I was just proud of him because I feel like everything he does, everything he does, it's just, he's got the Midas touch when it comes to music. Um, I feel like he takes his time. He doesn't rush to release something. He doesn't go, eh, I better release something because everybody's releasing. And mm. he doesn't go, ooh, I've got this dope beat. Let me use it before somebody else uses it. I feel like he really has decided that he wants to say something. Mm. He decides he wants to say something and then he works on it. And then only when he feels like it's cooked and it's ready to be served, he serves it. And I love that. He's a hard worker and his humility as well. Because, you know, I once got to host um, the first night of the summers, right? The untelevised. And then I was there for the following one to do, I think, an, an announcement or an award. I can't remember. Anyway, what I do remember is, you know, I got to see what 
South African, what attitude South African musicians have towards themselves and their craft in terms of those who arrived late, who needed to be at rehearsals and were not there for their rehearsals, hey, and, sure. you know, were not prepared. And then those who were there before they were needed mm. were prepared, not only prepared, but sometimes would, would either have questions or would be you know, so prepared, they're going, yeah, actually the plan is, can we do this? Can I um, use my dancers this way? This is going to work better. This will make this things easier for everyone. And I'm quietly sitting back watching this. And you know what I noticed the stark difference was? What is it? The most respected and successful of musicians were the ones who were there early, who were prepared and who were, (laughs) who had actually rehearsed and were rehearsing. That professionalism. That professionalism goes a long freaking way. Your attitude towards yourself will determine people's attitudes towards you and it'll determine what happens with your career. Honestly. Hi. No. And that uh, will be a good place for us to... No, let's leave it at that. To wrap it up. Mm. Yeah, no. Take yourself seriously in life. Enjoy Valentine's Day. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm still sick. Aski samofala. I'm going to. Maybe I will give um. Your your. I will give my my friend, friend a call and try out friend. this remedy of yours. Yes, you will think. Where where Dumise said, in order for you to quickly recover from the flu or a cold, yes. is you need to have rigorous coitus. Yes, you need oh, to like have sex. Yes, but there's no cuddling afterwards. You must get out of that bed and go home. It's one, two, three, and you you must sweat it out. And then she says that you'll feel much better. So me, that's what I'm going to go home and do now. And then I'll report back next week. I lie. And put my my carbonate under your tongue afterwards, by the way. You'll thank me. Okay. All right. Uh, look, as always, it's, uh, it's great to have you hanging out with us here on Sipping Tea. Remember, you can always download, uh, this and any other podcast of ours. Uh, yeah. Thank you to me. Good to have you back this week. I love you. Will you be here next week? Do I we might, know? but I'll definitely be there the following week. Okay. Fantastic. Sipping Tea. We're out. Mwah. Cliffcentral.com.